Welcome to the Embodied Living Yoga Podcast. I'm Shannon Elliott. Uh, there has been a really long pause here, a really long break, and uh, I'm really happy to be back. I am not going to go into where I've been, um, but I have been right here <laughs> all along. There's no place like home, but it's been a journey, and uh, I'm being deeply called to restart this podcast and on the fly in this moment. Um, I've been doing some breath work uh, under Tiffany Curran, and uh, I'll make some notes on her spelling and where you can find out more about her, which is really um, guided from her teacher, David Elliott, and uh, I don't proclaim to know much about either of them, honestly, but I can say what I do know is that um, <clears throat> breath work is very deep, and uh, you know, I have a history with Kundalini, I have a history with deep pranayama, um, I've been deep into this practice um, for many, many, many years. Um, well, I've had times of being con- being confused, I will say, where I think I thought it wasn't okay to feel anger or something like that because it should all be love and light. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I teach and lead my life by example is that, you know, what comes up is what we are meant to process and we have to process, digest, assimilate, and all embrace one another along this practice and really be completely honest and um, while it's an overused word, authenticity is the word that comes to mind in this moment and vulnerability and uh, integrity. And I've, uh, I've really worked, not even worked, I've just allowed myself maybe more and more over the years to take steps to be exactly who I am uh, in a particular moment. And I guess that will lead into this first podcast back is that I'm just simply going to play a recording uh, of my insights in a moment coming out of a breathwork meditation that I did uh, at home, uh, you know, on my own, and then just kind of hit the record button. And for me, uh, I think one of the steps in this vulnerability game is that... I could talk about what that experience was like, or I could simply play it, right? And playing in that vulnerability is playing the actual recording that caught me in the moment, as opposed to talking about the moment of vulnerability feels uh, scary. (laughs) It feels naked. It feels necessary. Um, It feels the it feels to be the thing that I am to do my next step so to say uh I think in the past I uh, I don't even need to talk about the past I don't think I think I'm going to leave it there because the reality is is that I think the recording speaks for itself and um it's just a journey back into sharing, you know, sharing with all of you what it is that uh, the practice is for me. And, and I think my one of my great purposes is to teach exactly what it is that I'm experiencing. So I'm sure that um, either on the end of this podcast, right, the back end, or in a, new, a future podcast, I'll talk more about practices and and 
these steps and what it is, you know, that um, I'm doing step by step. But I, I think the being, the letting be, the letting being, as uh, I've learned from Pema Chodron, is what there is to do. And maybe, uh, maybe I stopped thinking because now my head's getting in the way. I stopped thinking about what my next podcast will be and simply let this one speak for itself and say, you know, after almost a year's break, this is me and this is where I'm at. And I feel deeply honored to be back. I feel, uh, open and I feel love and I feel ready and I feel joy and I'm excited to see where this podcast is going to go next because I have a strong strong feeling well I thought you know 49 50 episodes ago I'm not sure how many I've had that was the beginning this is the real beginning and I'm excited so again thank you for listening uh thank you for sharing in what you know is a real uh vulnerable experience to share and uh and that's really it uh I'll close on the end and I'm happy 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 and joyful to be back and excited uh just excited about life right now so thanks for listening talk soon I've recently begun on this journey of breath work And out of all the things that I've begun to experience or have experienced in my life, this particular breathwork that I'm playing with has been immediate and profound when it comes to feeling safe and expanded, held and supported and operating at a high, high vibration. In just a few sessions, I found it so fascinating as I have no idea where it's going to lead and I'm not really interested in that at the moment. But I have found a voice and it's a voice not one that has been typical for me. From growing up or being a child and growing up in a childhood where I suffered with traumas and abuses, not different or more than anyone else, not better or worse, but for me, traumatic. And for me, one of the ways in which I protected myself was to become quiet, to become well-behaved, to silence myself. And that silence was so deeply disconnected from my soul. I was told in a reading years and years and years ago that at some point, very early on, I was told something and I believed it. And I can't remember the details of what it was that I was told, but it resulted in me putting my soul down. 
and just leaving it on the road and continuing to walk. And I've felt that way almost my entire life. And I've had glimpses. I've had moments. But recently I feel like it's been reunited in a way that it can now be safe inside of me. Because a lot of that living dark trauma was let go through (laughs) just these couple of practices. And over the last couple of years, I mean, I've only been doing this particular breath work the last, you know, few weeks, but I've been practicing yoga almost my whole life, so I don't believe for a second this is a result of one moment. I believe this is a result of many, many, many moments. And I went from being a child that was silent to an adult that was angry, an adult that screams, an adult that yells, an adult that did not trust men, and an adult that would do anything to protect my children from being harmed in a way that I was not protected by my own dear, beautiful, amazing mother who did the best she could, whom I love with all my heart. And so my voice finding the last few years has been one that has been ugly and unkind, one that I needed, I believe, because I needed to feel a voice. I needed to express myself and I needed to say no and I needed to tell and to protect myself and it went to the opposite extreme. And the interesting thing these last few weeks and this is the piece, I don't know where it will go. But the voice that I have recently found is one where I'm just singing. (laughs) And it sounds so absurd, but I'm singing and I'm vibrating and I can't stop placing my hands on my throat when I sing. And that vibration is bringing me to such an inner body experience that is transcendental, if that word even begins to describe. It is bliss and it is inside. It is bliss and it is peace and it is voice and it is purpose. And I don't for a moment expect to know what that means. I don't expect to think that I'll be on stage singing. I don't even know if I have a good voice. (laughs) But none of that matters. It's my voice. It's my vibration. And I have been trying to tune this instrument that is my body for years, and it has just not been in tune. Like, it's just off a couple notes, you know? And in this moment, right now, in this experience, I feel aligned. I feel tuned. I feel peace. I feel free. I feel like I have a voice and that voice may not always be silence. It may not always be low. It may be loud. But in this moment, it is not mean. It is not angry. It is not aggressive. It is not 
afraid. It is not angry. It is not fearful. It is not protective. It is simply me. And I believe that part of what has been created and what happens at Onyx, which is the yoga studio, which I happen to own, you know, whatever that means. My dream for that studio, my dream as a teacher, is that people get to profoundly experience deeper and deeper and deeper layers of themselves. And in this moment, that has not changed. It has only grown more sure. These practices work. They come with time. They come with devotion. They come with discipline. They come with kindness and resilience and humility and honesty and integrity and humanity. And the practice is what I have held on to. Even when I (laughs) have not aligned well with my behavior, that behavior, I believe it's all part of the human experience. And it's brought me to this moment where I could finally release what served me at a time. I can finally release the lies that were told to me. And I can embrace myself. I can embrace the universe. And usually where it's, you know, in moments of teaching where I feel like a vessel and I am a clear vessel when I teach and I feel I, it's not Shannon, you know? I tap into something and whatever flows, flows. I think there's been a shift in this moment because I can experience it laying here on my bed. I can experience it driving my car. I can experience it ordering coffee, (laughs) which I still love and I embrace. But mostly, I think what just happened is that I no longer need to abuse myself because four years after being abused and different kinds of ways I took that abuse on and I abused myself through eating disorders through unkind words through self-hatred through self-hitting and God I used to stand in front of the mirror and look in my eyes and say, I hate you, you fucking bitch. And punch my face repeatedly. And then I would say just as mean and unkind things to Chris, my boyfriend. And I would abuse him and I would abuse myself. And I would drink too much, smoke too much, eat too much, not eat, exercise too much, feel guilty too much. And maybe today I can let go. I think I have (laughs) let go of the habit 
of abusing me. This feels like an ultimate form of self-love. And my hope and my clothes and my vision is that from this moment I get up, I walk out the door, and I can continue to carry this love out to my children, to my friends, to strangers, to students, to teachers, to those I know and those I don't. And simply love. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. This was a really meaningful one for me. Uh, And I think I just want to simply say, whoever you are, whatever it is, you are not alone. I am not alone. We are not alone. And there is such beauty, right? We have to stick with what we're being faced with in the moments. But I'm also here to say you can come out on the other side. You can be on the other side of these practices. And while there's never an excuse, right? Not on the other side of these practices. You can be on the other side of the suffering, of the self-abuse, of the destructive behaviors. And there's never an excuse Right? We don't excuse our behaviors 100%, but the practice will always be with you. It will always meet you. Don't ever, ever feel the first word of the Yoga Sutra is Atta, which means now. I talk about it all the freaking time. Now, the yoga practice is always there for you. It is not there for you when you stop. If you have an addiction, if you're suffering with addiction, if you're suffering from abuse, if you're being abused, if you're abusing, it does not tell you you're not good enough for it. Get up, get on your mat, do the asana, get up, learn about the eight limbs of yoga, practice the yamas and niyamas, do your pranayama, do your breath work, do your meditation, do it. It will change your life because it is your life. It is everywhere you go. And while, you know, life is not perfect for me and I'm not a perfect person that probably, you know, will raise their voice and does raise their voice. It doesn't have to be to the extreme that it once was. Relationships can make it through. You know, we never know where we're going to land, but I can tell you 100%, Chris and I have done a lot of healing over the years and we are in a way, way, way better place and we are both deeply committed. So commitment to the practice, honesty in the practice, and ultimately, you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are loved. You are love. There's a beautiful saying, you know, if you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. And you can use that word. You can say divinity. You can say nature. You can say a universe. It doesn't matter right? But it's in you, it's in me. And when we can see that, we don't have to love people's actions. We don't have to love our own actions, but we love because we see beyond that. We see the soul and we can love one another deeply without even ever speaking. And so I'm here to simply say, 
I love myself and I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, and I guess I should probably say you can reach out to me at Shannon at onyxyogastudio.com. You can check out the studio, onyxyogastudio.com. And uh, my website, which may or may not be updated from last December when my last podcast was, shannonelliotyoga.com. And we'll be getting that all together soon. Uh, thank you again. Namaste. Namaste.